Sri Guru Vaishnava Guru Parampara ki jai, Bhaut Bhakti Vrinda ki jai, Bhaut Premanandi. So, good evening again, everyone. We gather again on the evening of the Radhastami to discuss a little bit more about the glories of Sri Radha on the day of her appearance, commemorated as it is all over the world today. And so I want to speak a little bit from Krishna, Krishna Leela. Krishna Leela, of course, is most um, beautifully um, depicted in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Krishna Leela is also found in other Puranas, the Padma Purana, perhaps the Vishnu Purana. Uh, Prana, Hari Bams Purana, but not in the way in which it's brought out in Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm. At the same time, Srimad Bhagavatam's depiction of Radha is not as overt here as it is in other Puranas where her name, for example, is mentioned as one of the gopis and, and so forth. But in substance, as to her uh, position as the very personification of the highest of love, the ideal of love, the Mahabhav's Rupani. Uh, this is uh, brought out, and uh, sometimes it's thought that uh, Sukadev didn't have the time to go into the details of mentioning different names and, and uh, colors of dress and so on and so forth that you might find other Puranas with regard to the different gopis and Radha, but he only had seven days to reveal, to, to Parikshit, what he needed to hear before the king passed on and so forth. So he explained the real essence. He, he, he um, was able to couch in his explanation the feelings, the bhava of Krishna Leela. And so as we know, um, although Bhagavatam is really all about Radha's love for Krishna, even her name is not directly mentioned there. And some people make a comment in that regard, how can you go off and make such a big thing about Radha? And your main book doesn't even mention her. And of course the Gaudiya response is, what do you mean that she's mentioned on every page, in every chapter? This is what the whole book is about, if you understand it properly. So not such an easy book to understand. Hmm? As we've heard before, the Bhagavatam itself says, Nasta Praeshu Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Seva. You have to pay very close attention to that book. Hmm? Regularly, you have to study that. And as brought out by Krishna Skaviraj and Chaitanya Charitamrita, there are two kinds of Bhagavats. Hmm? He says, Gaur Nityananda, they give Prem in the Kali Yuga and uh, dispel from the heart all other aspirations. And they do this by way of bringing the one in touch with two Bhagavatas, the book Bhagavata, which is Sukumakadamdhadravitam Pibhata Bhagavatam Rasamalayam the liquid nectar of the essence of of uh, Krishna Lila in the form of Radha's love for Krishna. And the person Bhagavatam who's living in the living in the book Bhagavatam, so to speak. These two together 
Gornatai bring us in touch with them. This how is their method for giving Prem in Kali Yuga. So we have to have the book and we have to have the person. Sridhar Marsh like to compare the two to the passive and active agents of divinity. The book is passive and the sadhu, the person Bhagavatam is active and that he can or she can go after you and ask, do you understand and what do you understand and you should understand you have misunderstood, and so on and so forth. You can make those kind of points, whereas the book is passive in that regard. Passive to a point until it starts to speak to one, to the extent that one becomes a Bhagavad oneself. Um, so, this kind of association is essential. And it is through uh, such Bhagavad persons that we we come to the uh, understanding that, as I say, the book is all about Radha's love for Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam is sometimes rendered by the Gaudiya as Radha Bhagavatam. Srimad meaning beautiful, the beautiful um, Bhagavat, beautiful Bhagavan, and as I said this morning, oh, he's pretty cute, but standing next to Radha, he becomes much more beautiful. Mm-hmm. Brings out the best in him. She is the very primal shakti that brings Brahman to life. Her power is such that Brahman, the great all-pervading consciousness ground of being that um, where we're really rooted in a sense, we're now attached to material things and uh, we feel that they're concrete. <laughs> it's something you can actually see and feel and touch and hold on to hard bodies and so forth, but even from a scientific point of view, as I've pointed out in other discussions, uh, we've the scientists have found out there's really no hard bodies out there. Hmm. Um, it's not like that. Uh, that's a perception. Hmm. Uh, so even from a material point of view, if we look closely at material nature, we see there's nothing really to hold on to out there. Uh, certainly. Uh, given the ever-transforming nature of matter, um, there's no room for getting a firm footing. We're rooted, however, in the ground of being. We are a unit of being, knowing, loving. Hmm? Uh, And so that ground of being that underlies the, the world of matter is like, like a mountain coming out of the ocean and going back down. We just had a big earthquake at Madhavan, 7.6 earthquake, 10 miles from Madhavan. So the whole island there, Costa Rica, the whole peninsula, is, is, is formed by explosions, volcanoes, and over the centuries and, and uh, thousands of years and so forth. The whole thing could go back, back into the ocean, the whole North America, for that matter, and Europe, come back out again, and so forth. Hmm? So the, the sea then is kind of like, in an analogy, I'm giving the ground of being. Hmm? Islands come up, surface, and uh, and submerge, and so forth. So out of the ground of being, out of consciousness, 
matter takes shapes and disassembles and so on and so forth. So this great ground of being that's everywhere, all-pervasive consciousness. Hmm? The question is that if we identify God with that, kind of a universal intelligence hmm, that's all-pervading, then how can one who, as I often say, is everywhere move? If you're everywhere, how can you move? Where's there to go? But the Shakti, the Swarup Shakti of the Brahman, Param Brahman, this is Radhika, is making Brahman move. Even though he's everywhere and logically can't move, he's moving anyway. This we call play. Leela. This movement is all activated by his Shakti. So standing, is standing next to Radha, he shines out, he, 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 he performs Klishakarine, as Gopal Dabhanis, he performs wonderful activities, charming activities. And so, Srimad Bhagavatam is all about this Krishna. And uh, to, to, uh, someone was telling me that one of the Gaudiya sects, they were entertaining a Bhagwat speaker for four days from the Ramanuja Sri Sampradaya to give discourse on the Bhagavatam. And he was um, mentioning, but they won't let Swami Triprari come <laughs> give a talk on Bhagavatam. And the Ramanujas, they will hold different, they won't find Radha in Srimad Bhagavatam at all hmm? in Sri Sampradaya. They don't have Advaita, they don't, they, they, they don't, they don't accept Advaita Tattva, this is the cornerstone philosophical cornerstone of the Bhagavatam, Brahmeti, Paramatmeti, Bhagavaniti, Shabdite, Padanti Tat, Tatvavidas, Tatvamjad, Gyanamadvayam, the Absolute is non-dual, appearing variously as Brahman, Paramatman, Bhagavan, it's a big verse, that's the cornerstone of the whole uh, philosophy, Jiva Goswami's Paramatma Sandarbha, the Bhagavat Sandarbha, are based on this this, this verse, and, um, yeah, the Ramanujas don't, don't uh, they, they don't accept the absolute as Advaigyan. Advaigyan means no internal difference, no difference from another thing of the same class, no difference from a thing of a different class. These are technical terms. Their understanding, the absolute lacks one of these in the Vishishtadvait. Anyway, it's a technical point, but um, if we want to understand Bhagavatam, these are not. The, this is not the sampradaya to invite in to give talks on Srimad Bhagavatam. Their main book is the Vishnu Purana, and we honor them. Buddha Vaishnavas, Shiva uh, Goswami, has in Tapasandarva, the Ramanuja, the Madhvas, and so forth, and we appreciate their contributions. They are like preliminary speakers on the big stage of Kali Yuga, hmm? uh, playing along with the main act. Hmm? That is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance. That uh, that uh, reveals these very revolutionary ideas. Krishna's two Bhagavan Sahyam, Akilarasamrita Murti, Krishna the source of Narayan. We know that because he has more potential for rasa, for love, than Narayan. We see that in him. These kind of analysis, very startling. Controversial ideas in the religious uh, uh, landscape of the time. And even today, 
course, in the modern world, if you play them out, you find they are very revolutionary ideas. Such penetration into the nature of transcendence uh, on the part of the uh, Prindavan Goswamis, inspired as they were by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, these ideas need to be given some some uh, voice, an ear, some some. Uh, 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 some room for them to be shared around. They have great capacity to change the world. The world is is in search of humans, in search of themselves, what we are. Like I'd like to say, I'd like to say, human life is a big question. What am I? Why am I? Hmm. Uh, we have to. We, we're, we are forced by the human condition to ask why. Meaning, value become issues for us. Whereas in Less complex forms of life, they're not issues. How are the questions? How to eat, how to sleep, how to get my necessities, how to defend myself. But why do I exist? That's not what those moves are about. Hmm. Why do I, why am I existing? Maybe our cows, but. (laughs) They're more telling us, why are you not existing for Krishna <laughs> as you should be? Something like that. <laughs> but these are the questions of the human society that, that, that come up. And of course, the sacred texts are meant to answer those questions because they, are, they represent something from the, from the supernatural side. Nature cannot ask questions that are relative to uh, the supernatural. And we are of the supernatural we are consciousness, not of the natural world. Hmm? So to answer the questions that arise in human life, questions about why am I, we have to go to another source. Otherwise nature answers the how questions, how to eat, how to sleep, these things are answered for all the animals as we can see. They don't have any doubts about that. We have doubts about how to eat and sleep because we're not paying attention to why we exist. If we paid attention to this question, those answers would fall into place very easily. Therefore, may sound radical, but they did it. The Goswamis solved the eating, the sleeping, the mating problems. How? They forgot to eat. They forgot to sleep. They forgot to mate. What were they thinking about? What else is there? There's you. Those are all your animal propensities. That all pertains to the how. But the why question, they were so preoccupied. What is consciousness? What are the possibilities that lie there? Hmm? And, and, and their idea that there's a difference between matter and consciousness, that consciousness can't be reduced to matter, was a small idea. Hmm? They wanted to go much deeper. Yet we got that. Hmm? They thought, now what are the possibilities that lie in the realm of consciousness? And this is, of course, what Srimad Bhagavatam is about, and it reaches its zenith with the understanding of Radha's love for Krishna. And we, we sometimes refer to it as the consciousness of consciousness. This is the subject of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. What is the consciousness of consciousness? And it is love. Hmm. Radha is the consciousness of Krishna. Krishna consciousness probably call it. <laughs> so that is that is Krishna Chaitanya. This is the meaning. Krishna Chaitanya means consciousness. Krishna consciousness. Love of Krishna. Hmm? 
And this is what makes the, 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 the sun, if you will, of consciousness of which we are a ray, makes him tick, makes his world go round. Oh, yes, we can maybe the exa- give the example of the sun. The sun is like God everywhere watching us. Hmm. Um, so he's shining somewhere, something like that. Um, uh, and um, so important in our lives and so forth. Um, so we can think of the sun as an example of God, how, how we're dependent on sun for peaceful mind, for healthy life, for, for vegetation, uh, and sustenance, and so on and so forth, um, our vitality. Um, so we can think of the sun in terms of how it, we're dependent upon the sun, but then we can go further. Gaudiya Vaishnava wants to take that idea further and think, what is it like, what is the life of the sun? What is, it, what is my life and how it is improved, enhanced in relation to the sun or dependent upon the sun? This is like an ordinary idea of God, religious idea of God, but the Gaudi idea is, well, let's go further. What's going on in the sun? What are those nuclear explosions going on in there? What's it like? Like, like you know, the, the, the big like nuclear bombs going off in the sun all the time. So this is like, this is like God from the Gaudi perspective. His life is exploding, bursting, and blooming and blossoming in, in different avatars that descend like, like meteors or sun. What do they call those? Sun flares, solar flares, whoosh, solar flares, and they, 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 some an avatar. Something extraordinary to pay attention to hmm? makes other things seem less uh, all that we're preoccupied with un- unimportant. Hmm? Hmm. What about the, uh, 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 inside the sun itself? Uh, this is the leela. Then use the example of God. What's ha- what's the romantic life and how to go there? And the thought: How will I go to the sun? How could I live on the sun? You have to become sun. You have to shed the shadow of bodily identification, hmm? uh, transcend the subconscious <laughs> of the matter, and enter the consciousness proper, hmm? like a spark, like a ray of the sun, a spark of the fire, and so forth. So this is the exciting idea of Srimad Bhagavatam. It's a very pertinent, uh, relevant text, actually. And it all culminates, that exploration of consciousness, that plumbing of the depths of consciousness in Radha's love for Krishna. This is where it reaches its zenith, that Krishna himself is bowing down to that and acknowledging that and descending as Chaitanya to glorify that, celebrate that in the world, Jai Radhe, Jai Radhe. There's a a lot to that. (laughs) Those two words, Jai Radhe with an exclamation mark at so much philosophy, so much theology. And it's not just old religious ideas with some ancient language and baggage from another culture and so forth. If we look very carefully at it, we see, oh, this is very much what we're about, what we're pursuing, what our possibility is in the pursuit of love, where it can meet, reach its acme, hmm? and expand therein forever. So... This is what they got out of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Our task course is to present this in contemporary language in our times and so forth and, uh, and help the uh, people of the world today focus on such a uh, wonderful um, answer to the human 
quest question that humanity is, the human, human question. Uh, and uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of course, had a discourse with Ramananda Roy where this was all brought out. It's one of the central focuses of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. There he asked Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Ramananda what was the goal of life and the way to attain it. And so Mahaprabhu asked and Ramananda answered. In the Bhagavad Gita we find that Arjuna asked and Krishna answered. But did he understand fully the ramifications of everything that Krishna said? In his encore appearance, Krishna's encore appearance as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the roles are reversed. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu becomes the asker of the questions and Arjuna, as Ramananda Roy, becomes the answerer. So Mahaprabhu is asking him questions. You can find this is the essence of the Bhagavad Gita in the conversation between Ramananda and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Someone read and say, what does this have to do with Bhagavad Gita? There's one or two verses from the Gita are quoted in here, Sarvadharman, Prityaja, and that's rejected. Hmm? And you say this is the same conversation. So go back and study Bhagavad Gita again. <laughs> study Bhagavad Gita under the, under the uh, auspices of the guidance of Bodhya. Hmm? See where it, where it takes you, how it takes you also to, 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 to Radha's love for Krishna. Hmm? And this is where in Chaitanya Charitamrita, in this conversation, uh, Mahabharata was finally satisfied. You have spoken about the, I, I accept, this is the goal of life. What you have spoken about, Radha's love for Krishna. If one could attain uh, that uh, experience, one would, could say they have reached the zenith of religious and spiritual uh, possibilities. Hmm? So, we'll go there. It's, it's a, a, he cites references from deep within Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm? Srimad Bhagavatam is about, what, 90 chapters? So there are 28 chapters leading up to the Rasalila, and that covers five chapters. And then there are 50, what, 57 chapters after that. And the chapters before leading up to it, if you study them carefully, you're on the edge of your seat. And now, in Rasalila, Radha and Krishna are actually going to consummate their love. Hmm? And then they have to depart. And for a long time. And all of the leelas that follow, they're all reflecting back on this, this leela. Hmm? This is the central hub of the whole book. And it's here that we find the most direct, although indirect, reference to uh, Radhika. Hmm? So, Ramananda quotes a verse from the Padma Purana and says that just as Radharani is dear to Krishna, her bathing place, Radhakund, is also dear to him amongst all the gopis. Radharani is supermost and dear to Lord Krishna. And then he goes to the Bhagavatam. Hmm? Now again, this is the main book of the Gaudias where Radha's name is not, some people say it's not even mentioned, but he goes to the place where it is mentioned indirectly, where it's most directly mentioned, even though indirectly. And, Anayaraditanunam Bhagavan Hari Ishvara Yanno Vihaya Govinda Pritoyam Anayadraha This is a verse from the 28th chapter, I think the 30th verse, 
28th verse, excuse me, from the 30th chapter of the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm? And uh, the Rasalila has, has, has begun, the dance has begun. This is all, the, the lead up to this is quite exciting. Hmm? Just, uh, it, 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 uh, it's, it's mentioned in the Bhagavatam that with Krishna's birth, Vrindavan became, which was already auspicious, that much more auspicious. But at the same time, it became a, 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 a residence for the goddess of fortune. Hmm? And the birth of Radha is described indirectly in Bhagavatam also. Hmm? In this verse describing, became a residence for the goddess of fortune. She is the Lakshmi. Hmm? The Supreme Lakshmi. In Vaikunda there is one Lakshmi, the wife of Narayan, very chaste to him. In the Goloka, Lakshmi Sahasra. Not only there are thousands and thousands of Lakshmis, gopis. Lakshmi Sahasra Satasam Brahma Sevimano. They are endowed with a serving disposition that is super extraordinary. That Lakshmi of, of, of Vaikuntha thinks the way they are serving my, my husband, Bhagavan, in the form of Krishna, that's very extraordinary. I would like to experience that. Hmm? And there are thousands of them, unlimited of them. What is Krishna's position then in relation to Narayan? He has one Lakshmi. Krishna has thousands of Lakshmis endowed with such a serving attitude. So extraordinary. Hmm? So capable of of overwhelming him, capturing him, tying him up entirely. We say, there he is, he has thousands of Lakshmis. You're thinking, wow, it's a little bit of a chauvinist. It doesn't sound so attractive. But if we go further, we say, he's completely tied up by them, completely captured by them, subordinate to particularly Radha, her group, and herself. Where, and she, Radha, is, I want to say, the source of the Lakshmis, Mm, Rupa Goswami says, Gokul Taruni Radhe Jai Jai Madhava hmm? Daite. Madhava Daite. She, jai, jai Radha, glories to Radha, who is uh, dear, dear to, to uh, Madhava, Madhava Daite. Hmm? But Madhava means, Ma means Lakshmi, Radha, and, and Dhava means Priyatama, hmm? means dear to one, so very dear oneself. Hmm? So, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's also a name for Radha. We say in other ways, it is the, the, the husband, Dhava, the husband of the goddess of, of, uh, of, of fortune. So Radha's name is built into the Madhavani. But Manabhadaiti Gokul Taruni Mandala Mohita. And amongst all the girls of Gokul, Gokul Taruni, the young 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 girls of Vrindavan, she stands out. They are actually all different manifestations of different emotional components that make up Radha. It is as if a certain emotional nuance of Radha's love for Krishna, she manifests it personally as another gopi to serve Krishna when he's in that mood. And she's the full, all of them together. She can fully satisfy him. The perfect ideal of, uh, of, of love. 
So, she appears, as I said, one year after the appearance of Krishna, and Vrindavan becomes that much more auspicious, becomes a residence of the, of the, of the goddesses of fortune. So many gopis are taking birth. Hmm? And as they come of age, then the concern comes that these girls have to be married. Hmm? And everyone concludes, my daughter should marry Krishna. Hmm? She, just like the father never thinks that the husband's good enough for the daughter. Hmm? Or for the daughter of somebody else. What has it? For the, no, the husband of somebody The son of somebody else. Not quite good enough for my daughter. He's okay. Hmm? He's not a bad guy. But she is so nice. She has so many good qualities. Who could possibly uh, be her equal or be uh, competent, hmm? suitable? Hmm? So they all concluded, that's Krishna, this one. Hmm? They were satisfied with the son of Nanda, hmm? enamored as they are themselves with him, in love with him as they are themselves. And so there was preparations were, were being made. But Gargacharya, omniscient <laughs> of sorts, uh, came to, to remedy the situation. You think, what does he need to remedy? What's the problem? Hmm? The problem is that if they marry, there will be problems. What will the problem be? Well, one of the problems will be, according to his astrological chart, at about year 11, he's going to leave home. He's going to go to the big city. He's just a coward country bumpkin here. He's going to go to the big city. He's going to do big things. He's going to become the big time. Does it? Does that song go? Well, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> going to be a big time. He goes to the, he becomes a big, a big time celebrity. He kills the king, Kangsa. He wrecks it. He gets a fort in Dwarka. Then demigods send different uh, things to make it uh, special and so forth. Uh, he, he saves so many queens who are in danger. He saves them all and marries them, 16,000 of them. The guy's a super celebrity. What's he going to remember about his, you know, his, his past life? Barack Obama, he's the president. He doesn't want to remember I was born in Africa or wherever it was, uh, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He's born in Hawaii. He's born in Hawaii. <laughs> Some people think he's born somewhere else. And you want to bring up his past and go interview his his his, his brother or something like that. I heard something about that, and uh, you want to keep that out of the press, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you would think, well, you think guys just like carrying cow cow patties, you know, and <laughs> and living in houses made of made of made of made of, made of cow patties and cooking on cow patties and. You know, you hang out with cows. It's 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 um, it's not like the most uh, refined life uh, w would appear. So there he is in Duarte. He's a movie star. He's a celebrity. He's a playboy. Uh, he's a statesman. He spoke Bhagavad Gita and so on and so forth. Uh, but actually, his heart is always in Vrindavan. That's how he never leaves Vrindavan. Hmm? Uh, we say he never leaves Vrindavan because, in one sense, well, he's more present there when he's absent than he's present elsewhere when he's present. He's present in Dwarka. He has 16,108 queens. 
And at night, he's dreaming, calling out the name Radha. He's actually somewhere else. He's more in Vrindavan when he's absent than he is present in Dwarka when he's present there. Because wherever there's love for Krishna, Krishna must be there. And the measure of the love of Vrindavan exceeds the love we find anywhere else. So he must be more present there. But anyway, not good, Gargachari thought. If he marries, if they marry, he's going to go away. He's going to become a big star. What's going to become of them? Hmm? All this time he's married to them, but they've gone away in the city, and his chart is different. It's not going to work out. There are all type of external reasons, and of course there's another internal reason. Purnamasi, the mystic lady of the of, of the village, residing along the banks of the Jamuna, hmm? she knows that if Krishna marries. The parakya won't be experienced. The parakya. This parakya brings out a certain uh, excitement. There are obstacles. It brings out obstacles to love, to the romantic love, that, that make it more uh, exciting. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's like cows are like that. You know, if, if there's, they're very curious and they, uh, Krishna's like that. They said you know, he, he doesn't. He, he he likes food that's stolen tastes better. Hmm. That required some mischief to get to something like that. <laughs> There's an extra element there. Hmm. So in the parakya, so that, you know, that, that so there must be an external arrangement for their marriage, and this sends the people of Vrindavan into a swoon. Because hmm? the external arrangement is, is a pretty good one and it looks like they're getting married. Hmm? Brinda Devi is completely overwhelmed. Hmm? Goes to Purnamasi. A terrible thing has happened. All the, all the, the bread sundries, the young girls, they've been betrothed, betrothed to other men. Hmm? And she says, no, don't think like that. That's not happening. This is my magic. Hmm? She explains to Siddhanta that they only belong to Krishna. They'll never be with anybody else. Hmm? I've created this for the sake of Parakya. So this is the real reason they can't marry. Hmm? An appearance of their uh, not being married, being married to others is necessary to churn the mellows of Madurasa, hmm? to taste the full limits of this. Hmm? And so, arrangements are made and so forth. The gopis hear about that. Hmm? We think of the plight of, 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 of Devaki and Vasudev. They, they had to live in the prison of Kamsa for so many years. Hmm? This was their plight. But the plight of the gopis was they had to move into their father and so-called father-in-law's house. This was a greater dungeon for them than, than Kamsa's prison. A greater dungeon. There they sat, just mum. Hmm? Meanwhile, they had not even met Krishna, but they heard his name, hmm? heard talk about him. Hmm? And then they saw him. Then they then the, the met him. When all the Vrindavan came to the bank of the Jamuna and Krishna was chastising the Kaliya, 
they came along as well. And there Krishna chastised the Kaliya serpent and then he danced on his heads. It's been described like a rasa dance, very expert dancing. He's showing his dancing capacity to them. He's actually showing off to the gopis, that's what he's doing. And secondarily, he's, he's chastising that, that Kaliya. Mm-hmm. And they are, they are fainting on account of that. Everyone's fainting out of the concern for Krishna. They're fainting out of his, the nature of his, his, his dancing. Mm-hmm. After that, they all were, they went late, so they camped out on the bank of the Jamuna, mm-hmm. made circles around Krishna, <clears throat> different types of devotees. The outer circle was the gopis, and then the inner circle was Krishna. Mm-hmm. Everybody went to sleep. Gopis stood up, Krishna stood up. They could look at one another, but still people in between them. <laughs> this is Pulvarag, this is the beginning. Hmm? Without having actually exchanged any, any, any words, they're thinking, I love him, maybe he loves me. Hmm? Of course, they're eternally in love with Krishna, but in the Leela, it's, it's played out as if it's uh, just beginning and so forth. And they're experiencing it like this. Leela goes in a big circle, starts again and ends, goes again and so forth, round and round. So, then we come to the, the killing of Dainakasur and the Pogonda Leela is crossed and Krishna just starts to enter into the Kishore Leela and then, then Puvarag comes on very wonderfully. And, uh, and the gopis, overwhelmed by, by this love and separation, not having had any confirmation that Krishna loves them, being betrothed apparently to others, they all decide, without talking to one another, to go to the banks of the Jamuna and drown themselves, hmm? rather than to be married to anybody else. And they look and they find, you came here too, and you too. You know, they, all of the other gopis all feeling the same way. And all they hold hands enter into the Jamuna. And the Jamuna... Kalindi comes out and says, don't do that. <laughs> don't worry. No, it's not like that. The Siddhanta is, hmm? you're married to Krishna. You belong only to Krishna. You will never be with anybody else. Hmm? Don't worry about that. Hmm? Hmm? There's a purpose behind this. And Purnamasi comes. Devi comes. Madhu Mangal comes. Hmm? And they, Purnamasi counsels them, pacifies them. Then they go to meet Krishna, Purnamasi, that is, Brindadevi, Madhamongal. He's sitting in meditation on a dais. They quietly approach him. Purnamasi says something about Radha's love for him to try to distract him. He becomes distracted from his meditation. Then they're there. These are some of the go betweens Madhamongal, Purnamasi. Brindadevi, they have some special sentiment for Krishna, but they're involved in unifying Krishna and the gopis, Radha and Krishna, so forth. Hmm. So they give him counsel. That, that's when Purnamasi gives Madhu Mangal to Krishna. You keep him with you. He is Madhu Mangal. He's sweet auspiciousness. He'll bring auspiciousness in your life. Hmm. He's one of the one of the helpers of Krishna in his uh, pursuits of, of, uh, of Radha's love. And of course, then Krishna has his flute and he's practicing on his flute. 
we come to hmm, he's able to turn the water into land, land into water. He plays the flute and the cow's tongues become ears and their tongues, which are very active, the cow's tongue is very active, become stunned. Hmm? Their actual tongues become stunned, their ears become like their tongues and they drink in the sound of Krishna's flute. And he's practicing on all different aspects of nature and animals and uh, having a wonderful effect with his, with his flute, all of which is an effort to reach the point in his flute playing that he could attract Radha's attention. Hmm. It said, uh, Jiva Goswami described that he was able to play the flute in such a way as to attract all of the gopis. Hmm. This is just prior to the Rasa dance. And they all came. Hmm. It was in the daytime. Somehow they all came. They all arrived there, except for Radha, who heard also the flute, but passed out, went into a swoon, like the last stage symptom of separation and death, as if dying in ecstasy. And Krishna, all the gopis came, and he said, he looked, he looked, he's looking for one, Amongst all of them, she's not there. It's, it's unsuccessful. Hmm? You can all go home now. <laughs> Something like this. Uh, so these are ways in which the excellence of Radha's love is, is brought out by the Goswamis. Of course, then there was a problem because Radha was in a swoon, in a trance, so Madhu Mangala, at the behest of Purnamasi and Vrindadevi, went and got Krishna, brought him there, and they pleaded with him, please come and see this girl. Hmm. He says, see a girl? What are you talking about? I'm brahmachari. <laughs> you think, what do you think? I don't, I don't have anything to do with young ladies. Hmm. I have not received my sacred thread yet. I'm not old enough to get married. Hmm. I have no, no kneelings with, with, with women. He's just in the forest with you know, millions of them <laughs> and, and so forth. But uh, he says, no, I won't go. Hmm. Devi is pleading, what will, happen, what will become of us? She is, she is the life of everybody in Vrindavan, this girl, if she, if she passes away. Another Mongol trying to encourage him. Hmm? must he take him by the hand. You, you have to touch her. No way I'll touch her. I'm a brahmachari. Yeah. Then he gets close enough in a thatched hut that he sees her. Then he begins to shake and she begins to sway. Hmm? They give him a little shove, and she sees him, so they exchange glances. And then he says, what should I do? And he says, put your foot on her chest. Put your hand on her chest. Touch her somehow or other. And clumsily he does, and of course she comes to life. Then he steps back and says, I'm out of here. <laughs> what was that about a Mongol? Passing out in the Mongol's arms and so forth. Hmm? So the speciality of Radha is there. It's brought out. Hmm. In, 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 in the Leela by the Goswamis, leading up to this point in Rasa Leela, where he plays the flute again, of course, in the autumnal season, the autumn season after the monsoon. We're in, going into that season now. The Kartik Moss is coming in the next uh, month or so. And in um, the Purnim, and he's successful, they all come, and Radhika comes. Hmm? And so they're all participating in the Rasa dance. And Ramananda Roy is telling this to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and he cites this important verse from Bhagavatam. They're all in the rasa, they begin to dance, and suddenly, 
Krishna, who is with, in between each gopi, disappears. They've come all this distance in the middle of the night, foregone all types of responsibilities, risked their reputation and so forth as chaste ladies, and there they are in the middle of the forest, and Krishna tested them. They passed the test. He asked them questions with regard to dharma and karma and gyan, to filter out any, any other motives. They exhibited pure bhakti, uttam bhakti, accepted them, and then he disappeared. So what to do? They have to go after him. They went to follow to, to find him. To follow the, follow the. You know, they could follow the the, the forest and and, uh, and 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 see his tracks and and as they're moving along, thinking he went in this direction. Sure enough, they find his footprints. And they're following his footprints, and they're very deep in the, in the ground. So it's a very strong impression. And then they reach a certain point, the impression becomes uh, lighter, and there's another set of footprints. And so they analyze and they think, oh, his footprints were very deep because he was carrying someone. And now this other set of footprints means he's put her down. Hmm? And whose feet are those? And then look at the feet and they analyze them. Anayaraditonunam bhagavanishparor hari. And this verse is stated. Hmm? Those who are very dear to, to, to Radha, they could understand her footprints. That's our, our friend Radha. We're in her group. Hmm? Ah, Krishna stole her away from the Rasa dance in the midst of all the other gopis. Bhaktivinoda Thakur, however, makes an, a unique uh, contribution and by way of saying that Chandravali's group, the opposing group, the, the, the competitor, chief competitor of Radha for Krishna's love in Leela, she made the statement, the statement we find here, that anayaradito nunam aradita means that anyo, she, this one, her footprints, that girl, she worshipped him more. Anayaradito nunam Bhagavan Haridishvara. He's Bhagavan, but hmm, he's God, but uh, he's great. He's full of opulence, but what is her wealth? Hmm? She is... He is he who takes away, but she has stolen him. Hmm? He is the controller, but she has controlled him. And he's taking her to a secluded place. Hmm? Just to try to take advantage of, of all the love that she has to give. All the love that she embodies. So the point is what? That when we see, as Bhaktivinoda did, that Chandravali is making this statement, then it's very conclusive. Hmm? Because it is said in the Puranas, Oh, there are 108 gopis, and amongst them two are prominent, Radha and Chandravali, and amongst the two, Radha is more prominent. And here, Chandravali herself is saying, her love is more prominent. She has more capacity to satisfy Krishna, to please him than I do. She is the pinnacle of Dharma. She is the zenith of Dharma, which is Sangsidi, Haritoshana, measured by the, measure, by the degree to which we can satisfy Hari. Hmm? Hmm. Krishnendriya Priti. Vancha means the desire to satisfy his senses. That is prem. Kamendriya Vancha, that the desire to satisfy my own senses. That is calm. They are like the difference between night and day, although in appearance, externally, there may be some similarities. Hmm. So, here, this is a nice uh, point 
uh, Ramananda has cited this verse to establish from the Bhagavat, our main book of scriptural evidence, that Radha's love for Krishna, this is, this, this, this is, he's already explained Sakiras, Vatsaliras, Madhuriras, within that now, the, the, the love of Radha, and this is the zenith of love. Madanakya Mahabhav, the highest uh, experience of, of, of Rasananda. But Mahabhu, he's very um, thoughtful, so he asks a further question. He says, well, that may be hmm, that Radha was uh, stolen from the Rasa dance and Krishna went with her, but if he actually loved her more to the point that he didn't really, nobody else mattered if she wasn't there, then why did he steal her away secretly? Good question, huh? It would appear that he was, she was, af he was afraid that other gopis would be upset, and so his love is dependent on theirs. Hmm? In other words, if he doesn't please them, it will be a problem. So how can you say that Rod is necessarily the, uh, so the independently capable of fully satisfying him? Hmm? He said, how deep is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's thinking? He's asking the questions. If we could have such students, then what kind of answers might come? Ramananda Roy was fully prepared, and he thought, who is this Sarabhoma has sent to me? Hmm? Sarvabhoma had met with Ramananda Roy earlier, and Ramananda Roy could not understand, or Sarvabhoma could not understand Ramananda Roy. And Sarvabhoma was the most intelligent person in India. He was the champion of logic. He's listed in the encyclopedia today as the, as the most brilliant logician of India. Hmm? And when he talked with Ramananda Roy, he said, I don't get it. I don't get this guy. He was like off the map, beyond thinking, hmm? way beyond thinking. And, but when he met Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sarabhama, when he became converted by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he could understand that that Ramananda, he and this Chaitanya, they got something in common. Hmm? They're, they're destined to meet. They should meet. Ramananda has the love that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has, who is Krishna, is trying to find, trying to experience. Hmm? Ramananda is one of the two. Ramananda Supadamadar, very expert in helping Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, make his life successful. So Ramananda was up to the task for this kind of question. Imagine how excited he was. The most, the most brilliant person of India bored him to death. Sarvabhoma with his dry logic, understanding the Vedanta and so forth. Ugh, such a dry thing. Brahma Jignasu, ah, go to sleep. Deep sleep with no dream. Hmm? This is Brahman, just going into sleep. Ah, I don't have to work anymore. Ah, no one's chasing me anymore. I'm free from karma. There are no more reactions chasing after me. No more, uh, 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 no more reaping of the fruits of the seeds I've sown. Ah, deep sleep. Long, eternal slumber, vacation. And then he thought, just like this, this is a boring idea. This Brahma Jignasu, uh, we want Rasa Jignasu, and who has the capacity to inquire into that? What that is all about? Meeting Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he met his match there. The questions of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So 
He, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked this question, and fully capable Ramananda replied, replied he said, ah, you actually you have to understand like this, the nature of rasa is such, hmm, that there are many things going on and many things to consider. Krishna acted in a particular way at that time for a t- particular purpose in consideration of rasa. Hmm? It's not that he was afraid of the gopis and that, uh, that if they were upset with him, he'd have a, they would be a problem for him. Hmm? No, Radha's love can fully satisfy him. He acted in that way in consideration of other issues. Hmm? After all, they had all come there, and, and um, if he had caused jealousy, it would have spoiled the whole thing at, the t- at that time. Hmm? So, consideration of rasa, he did it in a particular way. But... What you're asking about is saying, well, if he really uh, loved her and her love was c- completely capable of satisfying him, he could have just walked off right in front of everybody with her. Hmm? And he said, and Ramananda Roy says, he did actually. Hmm. And then he quotes from the Gita Govinda of Jaidev. Hmm? For the, the first and second verse of the third act of the, of the drama that is the Rasalila in the springtime, Vasant Rasalila. Hmm? We have the Saradiya Purnim, this Purnim, this Rasalila has is the one we've been talking about, one described in Bhagavatam. Hmm? In Gita Gofinda we find another Rasalila in the springtime. Hmm? There are no sadhakas in that one. Omasiddhas. Hmm? And in that Rasalila and he quotes from Krishna, did exactly that. Well, almost. He uh, entered the Rasalila with the gopis, and Radhika was present, and she saw, Krishna's giving so much attention to others, I'm out of here. Hmm? She said, she left. And then, he could not be satisfied in the presence of all the gopis. He walked off. He just walked out right in front of them. Hmm? So exactly what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was saying, if he, if he had, if her love was independent, then why didn't he just walk off with her in, or in front of them? Well, he walked out. And he went out searching for her, like they had previously gone searching for him. He went searching for her in the bushes, and he couldn't find her. And there he was found crying in the bushes. What have I done that Radha has, 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 has left the arena? Hmm? This is the crooked nature of love that is so, so charming. Hmm? Sometimes with cause, sometimes without cause. Such is the nature of love. The man of Radha. Hmm? This is very charming. We think, well, well it's kind of a little mundane, but this is spiritual. It's very charming to Krishna. See how it's captivated him. She so shows some jealousy and huffs off, and he cannot live. He's, his, that's it. His night's ruined. Hmm? He's got to find her, console her. Hmm? Hmm. And, and, and this is... Bhagavan, Sri Krishna, hmm? the ideal of the yogis they're meditating on, he's off in the bushes weeping. Hmm? How I can possibly make it up to Radha? How can I find her? And so forth. So he quotes this uh, Gita Govinda. Mahaprabhu then, he's satisfied. He says, I'm satisfied. You have taught me about the goal of life. Hmm? This is the highest ideal. Let's go on from here and discuss some of these things, he says. And the conversation, of course, goes on. But this is the way in which hmm, uh, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's followers, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself, 
some of the ways in which they've brought out the excellence, the super-excellence of Radha's love for Krishna. Are there any questions? Yes. Yeah. Now they point it out in their commentaries. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It'd probably be pretty hard. <laughs> you don't have to. They made it easy for you. So we we study the commentaries. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. There's other reasons too. So you're saying that uh, Sugadev did not mention the name of Radha because, oh, just saying her name would have, might have sent him into a spin and then he could not have continued the discussion. Richard Marge was dying, so he only had so much time. So. Somehow he contained himself, kept him in the mudyam, himself in the mudyam position, hmm? uh, whether he was about to tip into the uttam and be un, 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 unapproachable. Yeah, yeah. And also, there were many people present who who weren't didn't have the adhikar for understanding rasa. Also, he was in a dilemma because this is the highest knowledge. The love of Radha is the highest knowledge. That is the rajavidyam. Hmm? And one who has knowledge is supposed to give it out. If they don't give it out, said they'll become a rakshasha, a Brahma rakshasha in their next life. If you hoard the knowledge, you don't distribute it. So he had to give it out, but if he gave it out, there would be other problems. Hmm? Another problem is, if he told the name of the her- parakya heroine, that would contradict the, the, the sensibilities of, 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 of rasa. The parakya heroine, her name should be kept silent. Hmm? According to the poetry, standards of poetry and, and, and drama and so forth. Huh? So he was, this is a Rasa Shastra, but of course a spiritual Rasa Shastra, but he was observing this kind of rule. So he said her name and he didn't say her name. Hmm? And those who, who could uh, understand, could understand. <laughs> those who couldn't, they were deceived and uh, they didn't have the eligibility and they were locked out. Hmm? This is the idea. Therefore, if we want to hear, we want to understand, then we have to connect with the sadhu and then we get the inside track, so to speak. Hmm. So some people could understand, some could not. They say, oh, is not in the Bhagavatam at all. Hmm. If you serve these people Bhagavatam, then your ideas will change. What else? Okay, well, it's nice to sit with you and discuss these things. This will conclude our festival for Radhasthami 2012. Shri Radhasthami Mahamasu Ki Jai. Esi Bhakti Vedanta Swami Prabhupada Ki Jai. Bhakti Rakshak Siddhar Dev Goswami Maharaj Ki Jai. Bhakti Siddhanta Sasritaku Prabhupada Ki Jai. Bhakti Vinod Paribar Ki Jai. Sisi Gaurachananda Ki Jai. Dauji Gopal Ki Jai. Sisi Radha Madhava Ki Jai. Gaur Bhakti Vrinda Ki Jai. Sisi Radhe 
شام. <laughs> <laughs>